right, Blazer fans, welcome to episode number 10 of the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And guys, we got another Blazer victory, 37-14 to 14 over WKU. UAB improves to 4-1 and one overall and 2-0 and oh in conference. And more importantly, too, we got that 21 straight wins at home. Steve, how about those Blazers, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot to uh, nitpick about this game, and I've seen a lot of nitpicking about this game. And But, yeah. you know, hey, it's, it's so tough to win games, and, you know, there's no reason to nitpick. A win's a win, you know, and, and there's right. some things you got to do better, but there's some things they did, did really well. I thought, um, you know, overall, I thought it was a, a, a pretty good pretty good game. When you win by, you know, 23 points, you know, you got to be happy. And this is, you know, this is a Western Kentucky team that I still think is capable. They, you know, they haven't played well. They're not playing well. Uh, but I still think they're a capable team. I thought they were very good defensively for a lot of the game. Uh, so, you know, hey, it's, it was a nice win. It really was. Um, and I think that WKU might have found something with Thomas at quarterback. Um, you know, I, f- I feel like that was a good change of pace. Uh, I hate that we didn't get to see Pigram, um, Piggy. Um, you know, with him being a Birmingham native, I thought that they might start him or at least give him some playing time, you know, since he's from Birmingham. But they decided to roll with uh, Thomas and they kept him in the whole game. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit, Steve. I feel like, you know, the first quarter, first half uh, UAB's defense uh, was kind of surprised at uh, how much they you know, came out throwing the ball and uh, distributing to their wide receivers. Um, but really, you know. The second half, we really just shut them down um, defensively. Yeah, and I really thought the difference was just the uh, the pressure that they put on Thomas. I, you know, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, and I think Coach Clark even even mentioned it in the, in post game that you know he was a little surprised they threw the ball as much as they did, and and and, and it took a little while to adjust to uh, you know a new quarterback. And and but when in that second half, I really thought they did a great job of getting after him, making him uncomfortable and when you have an inexperienced quarterback just like with Bryson Lucero is when you can make them uncomfortable then that's when they start making mistakes and and you know um, miss miss uh miss throwing some balls and you know I thought that's kind of what happened in the second half I thought they they made him uncomfortable and he threw balls quickly uh and you know and even in the first half you notice that with his inexperience he doesn't um He's not the most patient quarterback right now. Right. And so generally, he even in the first half, he was throwing his first read. I mean, basically, he was dropping back and throwing, and and you know, not really going through progressions and going through, uh, you know, things like that. And and they had guys open in the first half. He was able to do that. Second half, I thought the secondary played really well, uh, and and was helped. They they helped the pass rush. The pass rush helped them in, in the second half. I thought defensively, I thought it was a, a really really good second half. And they, that wide receiver, uh, Simon for WKU, man, that dude's a beast. Oh. I mean, you know, he went after he, they they threw it to him early and often. Um, but that that guy, very tall, lengthy, big guy. Um, I mean, yeah, I, he, I felt like yeah, he's gonna be in the NFL. He, he's gonna be an <laughs> NFL guy. I mean, he was you know that first half. I mean, he had you know, but but, but again, this first half he had six catches, I think eighty-one yards and a touchdown. And second half, it. second half he didn't get a catch. You know, so right. he did a lot better job. And a lot of that was just the fact that he, you know, he didn't have time to really, really find him. And I, and I didn't think they did a very good job in the first half 
of finding Simon because that was the hot guy. You know, yeah. that, that, that was a hot receiver. And they had one play down near the goal line, I think on, uh, just before the second touchdown for West Kentucky, where he just kind of curled in the middle of the field and stood there in an open mm-hmm. area and nobody found him. And he ended up, they completed to him and he got down about the six or whatever. I don't remember exactly where, but, but, you know, I didn't think they did a great job of finding where he was in the first half where in the second half they did. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and just kind of go over the scoring um, for the game in the first quarter. UAB jumped up early with a uh, Matt Quinn 38 yard field goal to go up three to nothing. Uh, WKU responded with a uh, Tinsley six yard pass uh, from Kavaris Thomas, making it seven to three Hilltoppers. But then Spencer Brown answered late in the first quarter with a two yard touchdown run for the Blazers to take a 10 to seven lead. And they would not look back after that. The second quarter, whew, how about that 71 yard touchdown run from our boy Dwayne McBride, Steve, going up 17 to seven. And the second longest rushing touchdown ever. Uh, right behind, uh, I believe, uh, Joe Webb had a, a longer touchdown run in 2009. But how about that Dwayne McBride? You know, we've been hitting on him for a long time, and it's just great to see him get that 71-yard touchdown run. Uh, it was tremendous. I mean, and, you know, the great thing was, was you know, he showed everything on that. He showed his his strength by, you know, spinning out of the uh, the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Uh, and then he showed his speed, you know, by, by you know, he outran one angle, uh, got a nice – Block downfield from Bryson Lucero was down, yeah. you know, making that last block, but but really just kind of showed his, his capability. And you know, the, and the great thing to me about that play with him was it wasn't blocked for that. It was it was mm-hmm. blocked. You know, I mean, it was blocked for he was going to get the first down. I mean, it, right. was, it was third one. He was going to get one or two uh, the way it was blocked, and uh, and he turned it into seventy. You know, seventy one, and and that was. Um, that was good to see, and and I mean, well, great to see, I mean, and it was an amazing play, and and it's just you know, with each week, it's just harder and harder not to get him more more touches. I mean, and and because he's going to do things like that right there, and and I know it's very hard for Bryant Vincent and and the uh, just you know, and really the whole and and Henley Brigham, the running back coach, and it, it's hard to find carries for him. I mean, because the other guys are playing well too. And you, you can't just forget, I mean, Spencer Brown's still the best running back on that team. Yeah. And, and, um, and will be till the end of the year, you know, provided he stays healthy. So you, it's hard to get him touches. I I, I understand that, but you got to find some way to get that, but that the ball in that guy's hands, because he's, he's special. Agreed. And with that run, UAB took a 17 to seven lead. Uh, WKU responded uh, with a uh, with a six yard touchdown pass from Thomas to Joshua Simon to cut the lead to seventeen to fourteen, but that would be all the Hilltoppers uh, managed to get on the board. Uh, Austin Watkins uh, gets a two yard touchdown pass from Bryson Lucero. UAB goes up twenty four to fourteen, and that would end the first half. And in the third quarter, Ron Davis <laughs> with a thirty seven yard return block punt uh, for the touchdown. To go up 31 to 14, UAB would add a field goal uh, in the third quarter to go up 34 to 14, and then add a field goal in the fourth quarter to finish the scoring for 37 to 14. Steve, uh, you know, let's go ahead and just talk about the offense. Uh, Bryson Lucero um, stats 15 of 31 for 141 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Not the best of day, and I. 
you know he wants some of those deep balls back, especially uh, – well, I think I heard in the post game that that last uh, – with the interception that he threw uh, in the second half, uh, I believe uh, when he, Clark was speaking with uh, you and David Crane and Trey, I think he said that, you know, he just wanted him to throw it deep and, hey, if it gets picked off, it's basically yeah. like a punt. So, I yeah, mean, you, know, that- he, you know Lucero, he wants it back, but, I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean that—that's what that was, and that—that's fine. I mean, you know that—that that one wasn't as bad. I, I, the one I, I think he really wanted back was the one earlier. I think it was third quarter to uh, to Austin Watkins, where where oh, um, yes. where he just under threw it a little bit, and Austin Watkins came back, and you know, it, it really kind of goes down as a drop, even though it was a really tough catch. But he's capable of making that catch. But if he gets the ball out there, it's a touchdown, you know, and, and yeah. Austin Watkins behind the safety was coming over, but I don't think he would have got there if the ball's well thrown. And, uh, you know, I think he wants that one back a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, you know, he's, he, that's, um, the deep ball right now is not his strength. And it's not the fact that he can't throw the ball a long way, which, cause he can throw the ball a long way. It's just, a, it's just that, you know, that was what made Tyler Johnson so great on the deep balls. He was so accurate. Yes. On on you know on that on, on a deep ball and not everybody is. I mean, it's not an easy throw. I mean, it, it and sometimes it seems like an easy throw because a lot of times you're throwing to a guy that's behind somebody and you think, oh, well, you got a wide open receiver. Well, why can't you hit him? It's not an easy throw, and and he'll get better as as time goes. You know, I think as long as he still is is sharp on the uh, you know intermediate and uh, the other stuff, then you know he'll have time to to develop that. And uh, you know, I think. He, you know, he got hit a lot yesterday. I mean, I yes. think he got hit more. He only got sacked once, and he was only I think they were only credited with, with four hurries. But, you know, I thought he got hit several times pretty good. And one time he kind of was holding his ribs when he came off, uh, and I think it was the first quarter. That was the first yeah. half. That was and scary. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, he's, you know, hey, he's he's three games into this thing, you know, and, um, and so he's going to. He's going to get better as time goes, and he's going to face some situations. He's going to face a lot tougher situations than he faced faced yesterday, and you know. Yeah. And I do think it's helped him as a quarterback that these last two games he's faced a defensive front that's that's active, and they'll yes. get a, they'll get after you, you know. And and so he's taken some hits, and he's made some mistakes, but I, you know I think their mistakes are going to make him better as as time goes on. Yes, it will. I mean, but going back to that deep ball that he missed with Austin Watkins, um, man, he Watkins was wide open and he was drifting yeah. towards the outside, but he threw it and it led him and he kind of hung it up, but it led him to the inside. And that that was right. a tough catch uh, for Watkins to make. But, yeah, you know, uh, it's like you said, you know, the more more game time uh, experience he gets, uh, he'll get better on those uh, deep balls for sure. Um, but let's talk about um, well, let's talk about the receivers. Um, speaking of Watkins, you know he ended up having that uh, one touchdown pass uh, from Lucero, but he had seven catches for 55 yards. Um, Myron Mitchell had three catches for 34 yards. I mean Hayden Pittman three catches for 31 yards, and at least one of those that was a key, I think, third down catch he caught um, in the game. Um, so really good to see you know Lucero distribute the ball around to not just Watkins and Mitchell, but get it to Pittman again. Um, and I believe, was it McDonald that had that one fumble on his yeah. catch? Um, I hate, I, you know, he wants that back, but I, that really was just a good play by the WKU defender. I think he just punched the ball out, um, on that play. So, you know, he wants that back. Well, sure. and yeah, he does. And I, and I just to kind of talk about that for a second too, I, I think that, 
you know, they were without Garrett Prince yesterday. He was banged up and he was, was unable to play. And so uh, I thought Terrell McDonald, he yeah, made a big mistake on that play, but you know, I thought he played a really solid game. He had to come in and be that second tight end and, and yeah. that second tight end does a lot of blocking in their, in, in, in their scheme. And, and, you know, I thought that, um, I thought he did a pretty solid job yesterday of, of, uh, of replacing, you know, a guy like Garrett Prince. I mean, that's tough. I mean, when you, uh, and, and I thought Pittman was solid, you know, Pittman was a little banged up during the game too. And, and yeah. he played, he played through it and, you know, without Prince there, I thought they did a pretty good job at the tight end position yesterday. Yeah. And we, you know, we got to have Prince ready for this quick turnaround against uh, Louisiana coming up this Friday. So um, hopefully yeah. he'll be he'll, ready he'll, for that game. He'll be back. He's just banged up. He'll be back. Okay, good. All right. And uh, the rushing game, you know, we already mentioned uh, Dwayne McBride. Um, he ended up with 10 carries for 131 yards and that 71-yard touchdown uh, run. So good for McBride. Uh, Spencer had a rough game, uh, 13 carries for just 22 yards. Did get the touchdown. Um, but we actually, you know, we found out post game. Uh, I was listening to you guys, Steve, and I believe yes. Coach said that he was a uh, was it a hamstring that was bothering Spencer? Yeah, yeah, a little hamstring issue, and and yeah. uh, you know, not enough to keep him out, but enough to slow him down, and you know, and that, and that's a good thing. And honestly, I don't know how you know how bad it is, but it, it, I would be, I would have thoughts of maybe even sitting him a game if if uh, yeah. you know, uh, and I, I know this is a tough game to sit him. Because it's a really, really good team coming in on Friday, and it's you know can get you a lot of attention by beating this team, but it's not a conference game, right? And, and so it, you know, depending on where he is, I mean, you know, uh, you can see he didn't have quite the same burst, and and uh, I think, you know, and I don't think it's bad, but you mm-hmm. know, with the hamstring, sometimes you know, it just it kind of lingers like an ankle, you know, it kind of yeah. lingers, and so um, you know, I wouldn't. You know, I, and, and again, I'm not, I don't know how bad it is and I don't know what, you know, what's happening behind closed doors there or inside the football building. But, um, you know, I, I feel solid and I feel good enough about the rest of the running backs that, um, you know, maybe you could sit him, but, but yeah, he was a little banged up and, and he just had a tough day, you know, and it's first tough day of the year. Right. And that's fine. That's fine. I mean, you know, that's what, that's, what's good about this running back group is you have other guys that can step up. You know, I thought Jermaine Brown had, you know, gave him a little spark, you know, in the time he was six for 38, but, uh, yeah. you know, I thought he gave him a little spark and, you know, um, it was good know, to see Larry Wooden come in too and get a couple yeah. carries. Yeah. Good to see him get a couple carries. And, and, uh, I don't think Lucy Stanley was dressed last night. I didn't, I didn't see him. I'm not sure if he was I or what. I didn't see him either. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's banged up a little bit too. And, um, but you know, if he's if he's okay, you know, it'll be. I think they'd be okay to to rest uh, uh, Spencer. But you know, it, but I, I'm just speculating there because I don't know right. how bad it is, and and Spencer could come back out and be fine on Friday and have another big game. But uh, it was a tough day for him. But you hate that. But uh, it was gr- glad to see other guys step up. Yes, for sure. But it's like you said. Hey, the way McBride's playing, and you know, Jermaine Brown. Hey. If if it's bothering them enough, hey, just sit them out this Friday. It's a non-conference game. Yeah, we'd love to win, and hopefully we do and get that uh, continue that home winning streak. But hey, you got McBride, you got Jermaine Brown, you got Larry Wood, and you got Stanley. Um, just play them, get them some uh, some more carries, and just see how that running running attack goes against uh, Louisiana. But I felt the offense overall did good. Um, you know, ended up 358 total yards. 
um, 141 passing and rushing, you know, Dwayne McBride carrying the rock, getting over 100 yards. So that's good. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he buys cookies for the offensive line. Like yeah. Does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he knows that tradition. Maybe he does already. So he, I hope <laughs> I hope he does. I know yes. the offensive line hope he, hopes he does. You know, and that's yes. the other thing with the offensive line. You know, they, they uh, speaking of them, they, you know, they had a little change yesterday. And, and uh, uh, you know, they had um, Kadeem Telford started at, at the left tackle and Colby Ragland moved inside the left guard. And, uh, you know, I think, I think Will Riker played at least 90, 90% of the snaps or most of the snaps at, at the center position. Uh, Andrew Smith, I think played late, yeah. but, uh, you know, they, they pretty much those guys and Jacoby Jones was, uh, took over Telford's role as the, um, you know, as the heavy guy is, as, as the, in the heavy package is the you know, the, the extra tight end and they played him a lot. I mean, they did a lot of things, you know, they got a little more creative with it at one point. In fact, a lot, the deep ball to Austin Watkins, what they did was they brought in the heavy package and they used, uh, uh used him as, uh, basically max protect huh. and, and threw the ball downfield. Only had two guys in a pattern threw the ball downfield and almost complete, you know, almost completed a big play. And, so they did a little different. It wasn't just bringing in the heavy package to, to, you know, run on third and short. So that was kind of cool to see some, you know, a little different uh, look with that. And overall, Steve, I mean, wouldn't you say that the offensive line did a good job overall with the changes? I think overall, you know, I think, uh, it, it, you know, still, still there were times during the, especially during the first half where, where I thought that they were getting whipped up front. I mean, I really yeah. did. I thought there were, there were times there were, you know, uh, spurts and, 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 you know, um, you, you know, you hate to see that, but you know, maybe as part of it was the changes and you, Hey, Western Kentucky struggle, but they're, they're still pretty good on the defensive side. And, and, you okay. know, I, I thought D'Angelo Malone played well, but I don't know that he was a disruptive factor. You know, I mean, right. he didn't have, he didn't have a sack. He had one tackle for loss, didn't have a sack. I think he might add a hurry or two, but uh, nothing, you know, nothing like he's capable of doing, you know, right. like, like he's done. It so, so you got like that. And that was Telford was uh, was on him most of the most of the day, you know, and 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 they didn't really have to bring, you know, sometimes with a guy like that on the outside, you've got to bring the tight end to that side or, or, you know, take the tight end out of the passing game a little bit and have them help. And they didn't really he didn't need a lot of help, you know, and, and so. um I thought, you know, I thought that that was solid. And that was a big part of the game. Yes. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see if they stick with that in the Louisiana game, or if they, you know, switch it around again. Um, but yeah, I thought they did overall a pretty good job too. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the defense. Uh, Bronte Harris led the way with uh, five total tackles, uh, a sack, and uh, I believe he got an interception too. <laughs> He did, yeah, yeah, really nice interception. Really, yes. a, a drop back in in in, in his zone in a short zone there, and they try to throw in between him and the safety, and he just got up, tipped it, and really, really nice play. And it was good to see because, you know, he hasn't he's been pretty quiet. I mean, he hadn't been bad. I mean, he's, right. he's, been, he's been solid, but he hadn't made the plays like he did, you know, two years ago and and uh, before the injury. Yeah, yeah, before the injury. So it was nice to see to see him do that. And uh, yes. and it was great seeing him get a sack. You know, and they got a sack on the other side from TD Marshall too. That was, that was you know I like that too. I, I like those the way corner they, blitzes. Yeah, they were mixing up those, bringing some corner blitzes and doing some different things uh, there, and that that we really hadn't seen a whole lot of. Seen a little bit of it, but not a whole lot of it. So um, 
that was kind of cool to see. Yes. And, you know, Will Bowler had um, another good game, uh, four tackles, uh, four solo tackles. I mean, Mole, you know, had a couple quarterback hurries, uh, four tackles. Uh, Noah Wilder, as always, had a good game, uh, four tackles. Moultrie had a, had four tackles. Um, I, the defense overall, Steve, did really good. And I know that you guys alluded to this in the postgame, but yeah. how about that third down? Holding Western Kentucky to just one of 12 converting on third downs. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Great. I mean, you win a lot of games. And, you know, and over the last three games, it's six of 37. The opponents is six of 37 Woo. on third down. You're going to win games that way. Yeah. Now, Western was four or five on fourth down. They were pretty good on fourth down. But, uh, well, but a couple of those were in garbage time, though. They, I they feel were. like they could win like two or three of them on that last drive. So, yeah, yeah, and then one of them was was fourth and really short early, you know, like really short early, and and you know, so you you know, but but the third down defense has been has been tremendous, you know, and I think a lot of that is the 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 uh, the pressure that they're getting on on the yes. quarterback. I mean, you know, uh, and we get so caught up in in numbers of sacks, and and they had five yesterday, so that's a good game when you get five sacks. Yeah. But, but you can't measure, you can't just measure it by sacks. You know, I mean, just just getting after him and making a guy uncomfortable and throwing the ball away, that doesn't show up anywhere in the, in the, on a stat sheet other than the incomplete pass. But you don't know what the incompletes are in the stat sheet. That doesn't show up, but that gets you off the field. Yes. And and I think that's what they've done a great job of on on third downs. Uh, is really just getting after guys, quarterbacks, and making them uncomfortable and making them make bad throws or, or have to throw quick, you know, that type thing, and, and then they come up and make the tackle. So I think that they've done really a really good job of that on third down. Yeah, they really had. And, you know, it's on third down, you know, one to 12, but to really to get that third down efficiency, you know, you have to be really good on first and second down. And UAB's done a great job uh, really all season um, at – you know, doing a good job on the first and second down and also, you know, on third down. But let's talk about really the key to the game was these four turnovers that the defense forced. And, Steve, we got to uh, see the new, was it turnover uh, <laughs> Coach yeah, Park dollar bill or whatever, but they yeah, seem to enjoy that. <laughs> they seem to have a good time with it. I think it, uh, Trey Raglan, our sideline guy, was, was, I think he was the one that told us, it's, I think it's a billion-dollar bill. Ah, I think okay. it's what because I, I couldn't we couldn't tell where we were sitting other you know other than it was a, a big bill yeah and uh, I think it's a, a billion dollar bill and I think that Coach Clark's face might be on it but I don't know I because I, I never got a good look at it so I have to get a closer look at it but they you know they were having fun with it and I'm not I'm not a big fan of those things those I know those chains <laughs> and things like that but the players are. And, yeah. and, and that's, what's important. You know, that's, what's important The players. They get excited with about it. Um, you know, I noticed when they were walking out the field yesterday, there was, I don't even remember, I don't remember who was carrying it and somebody else was trying to take it from, so they could carry it out the field, you know? And, and, <laughs> and it was, you know, so I think it's, I think it's good for, for programs to do that, even though I'm not a fan of it. I just, yeah. I, I, I'm not, uh, but, um, you know, it's not about what I'm a fan of. It's about what, you know, what's going to help programs. And I think that that's a big part of college football right now. I mean, you, you go, right. you just look all the, all the way through and there, there's some are more stupid than others. You know, <laughs> I, I never understood the trash can, you know, but, uh, uh, yeah. but, um, but you know, it's, was it, anything that gets your, 
you know, players committed and excited about, about things. And that's great. I mean, it, it's great. So it was, it was good. It was good to see. And I'm saying that as a guy that's not a fan of that sort of thing. So that's how, you know, that to me, that's how, how good it is. And Hey, well, it seemed to work. So we got, we got four turnovers. So, Hey, if it keeps working, they can keep yeah. <laughs> having it the rest of the year if they want. But going back, I believe the, the dumbest one that I've ever seen was last year at Akron. What was it? The turnover pencil they had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They so did, yeah, stupid. with their racer, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost poked the other guy in the eye when they had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was a bad one. And uh, you know, I mean, well, but they probably had fun with it, you know. And so, so again, right. it, it, hey. it, you know, it's all it's all different. You can't, you know, you don't want to copy somebody. You don't want to have the exact same thing as somebody else. So exactly. it's kind of you know you got to get creative with this and. Uh, you know, and and they did. You know, they get they 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 got creative with it. Yes. Well, uh, one of the negatives on this game was the penalties against Steve. I believe uh, we ended up having ten penalties for eighty-two yards. So we still got some work to do on that front and cleaning up some of those. Now, a few of them were uh, like false start or illegal procedure penalties uh, really late in the game and. Uh, especially was it one of the last drives that we had, I believe we had what like two false starts in a row on the offensive line that took us from inside yeah. the five yard line and ended up having to get settled for that field goal instead of getting the touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you hate to see it. I mean, you do. I, I don't know that uh, the penalties impacted the game this week, even though there was a lot of them like yeah. some of the weeks, you know, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just stuff you got to clean up and, and um, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know how you do it. Uh, cause yeah. I mean, that's just thing. And, and, and I mean, some of them are not good calls, but you, you can't, you can't say that all of them are not good calls, you know, yeah, I mean, right. over, the, over the season and, and you just can't. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it, when you play better opponents in big games, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna kill you unless you clean that up because, uh, you know, th- that's, Turnover. I mean, uh, penalty penalties and turnovers will, um, you know, will take you out of games, no doubt. Especially when you play good opponents. I, I think we only had one unsportsmanlike uh, called yesterday, which that's good. To only, I mean, you don't want to see any, but only one was called. And I think there was a, a chop block, another fifteen yard penalty. But most of them, I, I believe, were just false starts or just small penalties. But like you said, hey. When, uh, when you play a really good opponent, and we're definitely going to be playing a good opponent coming this Friday with Louisiana, so definitely got to clean up some of that. But, I mean, with Coach Clark, um, you know, his teams are really aggressive. So when, when you have an aggressive team, you're going to have, um, you know, a lot of penalties. So definitely just somehow we've got to work on them because this Friday's <laughs> game, definitely going to need to uh, clean up those penalties for sure. But, hey, guys, overall, you know, we got the W, 37-14 to 14 over, I, I think, a decent Western Kentucky squad. You know, they're 1-4, and four, but I think they're better than that record indicates for sure. But definitely got some things to clean up on this very quick turnaround coming up this Friday when we play Louisiana. That will be a Friday night game at 7 p.m. Central Time on CBS Sports Network. And Steve and I will, in a couple of days, we'll have a preview to preview this Raging Cajun squad, the Billy Napier squad that UAB takes on this Friday. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, just some uh, quick news. Uh, UAB's game against Southern Miss is still on Black Friday. 
But they did announce that the time changed for that game. Instead of a 2.30 kickoff, it's been moved up to an 11.30 kickoff. So we'll get to get out to Legion Field a little earlier. I believe they moved that up for uh, TV purposes. I think CBS Sports Network is trying to air some more games that day for Black Friday. But hopefully that will be our last game at Legion Field, and we'll get to go to that new stadium next year. But also on some other news, Guys, Blazer Victory Podcast now has a Facebook page. So if you're following us on Twitter at BlazerPod, which I hope that you guys are, go ahead and like us on Facebook. It's the same handle, at BlazerPod. And just give us a like on that and on there and help share us with some more Blazer fans. You know, we're trying to get this podcast out to as many Blazer fans as we can. You know, Steve and I love doing this. And we just want to help, you know, need you guys to help spread the word and Get us out to some more Blazer fans um, to listen to. And, you know, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on a bunch of different platforms. So definitely subscribe and listen to us and share us with some more Blazer fans. And, you know, again, help just spread the word about this podcast. We love doing it. And, yeah, Steve, uh, anything else you want to mention to Blazer fans before we wrap this up? No, other than what you just said, listen to us. Uh, yes. uh, you know, because we do love doing this. So uh, listen to us and let's uh, let's get ready for that next one. Yes, sir. Well, on that note, guys, um, we'll see you next time to help preview the Louisiana game coming up. But have a great rest of your week, guys, and go Blazers.